excited to be here today. I'm going to be doing a little solo talking about my thoughts and some random things that have happened to me. But before we get into that, I am going to give you the big three. So this was something that I started a while ago. Um, well, not a while ago, just this season. Um, that I am going to give you three things that gave me joy, three things I found super helpful, uh, three things that encouraged me or inspired me. Um, from the time that I posted my last podcast. So for this time, my big three, I like doing that. That sounds really cool. Big three. Hmm. Anyways, um, I'm past that. My big three is the first thing was Meghan Markle's interview. That was a while ago. And yes, it's been a while since I posted, but however, Meghan Markle's interview rocked my socks off. First of all, um, just to come out and be that transparent about things on TV and um, for the world to see is something that I admire about people that are in the limelight. Um, now, I'm not, you know, none of us are, nobody really knows what happens, but the royal family and Meghan and her husband, Harry, right? Those are the only people that really, really know what happened. But in all honesty, to come out and without fear, say some of the things that she said and stand up for the things that she believed in, I really, really admired her for that. Um, a lot of people are giving her some hate too because it's like, oh, she went from a castle to now this. Well, you know what? She's worked hard for those things. She's She knows some great people that felt her heart and I think it's awesome. What else I also think is awesome as being a marriage counselor and mentor as well is the way that Harry left everything that he's known um, for day one, left his royal position for his wife and his family. And I think that is something really to be commended. So shout out to the Meghan Markle interview. I think that they both were amazing. I think also too that they did things very classy without... I mean, with sharing the facts, but not really diving into um, malice or um, just sounding hateful or anything like that. I think they did it with class. So I thought that was a very, very cool. So she was that interview and shout out to Oprah because she's Oprah and she really knows how to interview people. Um, the second person or the second thing that I loved are brunch dates. I am loving brunch dates. First of all, I'm a breakfast nut. Um, so I love to explore brunch. My husband and I, we have pancake days on Saturdays until I get bored with pancakes. But I have had some amazing, cute little places to go to brunch. Um, we've been visiting our daughter. She graduates in May, sad day, from Fort Worth um, in TC at TCU. And so we always make it a point to go to brunch. And so we have gone to the cutest little brunch places there uh, just to have breakfast, which is my favorite thing in the whole wide world. And coffee, which is my favorite thing in the whole wide world as well. And so um, brunch dates are my thing. So if you haven't had a brunch date, 
get some girls, get your husband, get your boo, get your man, get your dog. You know, they have places that you can go and eat with your dog. It's the weirdest thing, but it's kind of cute when I see the dogs and then I think I want to bring my dogs, but my dogs would have torn up the restaurant. Bless God, pray for Jackson Nala because they need prayer. Um, but anyways, they would have torn up the restaurant, but it is so cute to do that. It's find some time to have a good brunch. Brunch is one of my favorite things. And if you aren't a real breakfast person, that's why it's called brunch because it's breakfast and lunch mixed together. So um, find a great place. The place that we went to recently was Brood in Fort Worth. So shout out to Brood. Really, really great. The atmosphere was great. We sat outside. Um, people did bring their dogs, which was really cool and kind of weird at the same time but hey to each its own but brood in fort worth was really awesome in houston i think one of my favorite brunch places actually in houston i need to explore some more brunch places so if you guys have any brunch places or brunch suggestions um for me please let me know one of my favorite places though is harold's harold's in the heights her brunch was is amazing. Really, really good. We went there for a friend's birthday. I never forgot it. And then we were just recently visited Harold's a while ago. So try Harold's, try brunch, bring your dog, bring your friend, bring your boo, bring yourself, whatever you want to do, but go to brunch. I love it. And then um, another thing that just happened that is one of my favorite things that happened with my uh, worth mentionings um, that just happened are actually... My mom was 75 years old, you guys. She was 75 years old. And um, that is so amazing that God gave her 75 years with us. Gave us 70. Well, I wasn't here 75 years ago. But, like, gave her us that she's still alive and kicking and, like, stronger than ever. So I think it's very, very cool that we got to bless her. And um, it was very amazing. Shout out to in-house chefs who prepared the most amazing dinner for my mom. My mom is very uh, non, I don't want to say non-social, but she doesn't like anything done for her. Like for her birthday, which was earlier in March, our children couldn't make it home just because of college and spring break and, you know, work and things like that. And so we did it the following week. And so um, she didn't want any of it. I was joking with her. I told her she's having a big party and all these things, but uh, literally, uh, it was just our family. And by the end of it, we were all crying and saying nice things. Because one of the traditions in our family is that for that person's birthday, one, we sing to them at midnight. So the first happy birthday that they get is from their family. And then second thing is that at that dinner, we all go around and we say something nice about the person that we're honoring. And by the time it was over, everybody was in tears. My mom was in tears. It was just a great time. And shout out to in-house chefs who really killed it. They're great friends of ours, but they prepared the most classy um, family style meal. And since they are family, they got to join us. But shout out to them for all your catering needs because they were amazing. And I'll put their information in the show notes. But so that was it for the big three, 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 three. I like doing that. That was kind of fun. I know you guys probably think I'm really weird, but hey, it's my podcast, so it is what it is. All right, you guys, we are getting ready to switch on over to hear about what a chicken and authority have to do with each other. A chicken and authority. So get back, sit back, sorry, sit back, relax, and listen to what's coming next. 
Candidly Candace podcast, and we are going to talk about something um, that has been on my heart to talk about for quite some time, and that is authority. What is authority? Where do you have authority? And the answer is yes. Everybody has authority of their life. We don't always get to dictate what happens to us, but we have the authority to um, determine how we're going to go through these things and how we're going to respond to these things. And here's the thing that I think about authority. I think that sometimes, um, let me just be honest, like I was in a funk for a while, just woe is me, nothing is happening for me, what about me, Candace, me, 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 me. People would, you know, oh, you know, can you pray for me or can you give me some advice? And I think, good Lord, I need the advice. I need, you know, somebody to help me get out of the slump and things like that. And so something very, very random happened. So our neighbors have chickens. I'm going to not tell you what their names are because I'm not sure we're supposed to have chickens where we are. So yeah, our neighbors have chickens and they've had chickens for quite some time. Um, my dog has already almost killed the chickens uh, because they fly over. They haven't clipped their wings. Well, actually, I want to tell you that probably they have clipped their wings um, now. But not trying to put my neighbors on blast. But yeah, the chickens almost drowned in our pool. It was bad, 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 bad. And so, anyways, um, with the chickens, uh, one time that we were in our room and we noticed that there was a man like crawling around in our front yard and then our dogs just went crazy and then there was another there was a woman out there and was crawling around and I was like what in the world and so I went outside and I was like hello can I help you because at this time I'm annoyed I'm just being real Jesus is still working on my testimony. I could have been nice, but I was annoyed. And I was like, what? Because why would you be crawling around my yard and not tell me about it, right? But anyways, that's neither here nor there. I digress. However, so I was like, what are you doing? And the guy was like, oh, our ch- <laughs> our chickens are over here and we're trying to get them back. And I was like, oh my goodness. So of course... I don't deal with it. I was like, oh, okay. And literally, they're still trying to get the chickens out of my yard. And I'm thinking, oh, my God, the chicken. Anywho, if you know me, I don't like birds a lot. So that freaked me out a little bit, the chickens and things like that. And so from there, um, I go and I get my husband because they're still out there. Like 15 minutes later, I'm like, these dudes... These chickens, these people are out there and they're like, come here, come here, chicken, chicken, chicken. Them chickens are paying them no mind. They're rocking around our neighborhood, not our neighborhood, in our front yard, front yard, right? So people are looking and they're clicky, clicky, clicky. And then they're like right by the side of my house. It's almost to the back gate. And I'm like, y'all, this is an invasion of privacy. So I'm telling my husband, like, you need to go get your friends because my husband is is friends with everybody. So I'm like, you need to go get your friends and you need to get the chickens. 
because I don't do chickens and I need the chickens out of my yard because I don't want the HOA or people coming by taking pictures thinking there are chickens, right? That's not going to happen. And so a car drove by and my mom is out there. She's like, these aren't our chickens. They belong to them. Because I'm not, <laughs> I'm just not even trying to go there, right? I'm not trying to do that. And so my husband's out there and he's looking at the people. And first of all, I had never met these people. So they're in my yard. They have birds, which are chickens. And the chickens have pooped on my um, front porch several times, several times. So I'm, not, I'm just, I'm not, I'm, I'm not feeling real friendly. Won't you be my neighbor at this point, right? And so I pop off. I say something real not Christian-y. Sorry, guys. But I was like, he's like, hey, I'm whoever. Nice to meet you. I was like, yeah, it's sad that I have to meet you at when you're trying to get your chickens from my yard, but okay, nice to meet you, right? So I know, I know, y'all, I'm telling you, this is authentic podcast, I'm telling you the truth. So I go on, and then I'm watching my husband helping these people get the chickens, right? So my husband comes back in. I was like, well, did they get the chickens? He's like, no, they're still out there getting the chickens. I promise y'all I'm going somewhere with this, right? So... <laughs> they're still out there trying to get their chickens and they're clucking. And so they're like, what if we get the blueberries? So they go and they get blueberries because apparently chickens like blueberries. I don't know. And they're like, come here, chicky, chicky. Here's a blueberry, chicky, 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 chicky. And I'm like, this is, this is going nowhere, right? This is, we're about 25 minutes in at this point of the chickens being, my dogs are going nuts. My mom's trying to tell people that we don't have chickens and I'm just mad because there's chickens in my yard and they're birds and it's gross, right? So my, my husband goes and he's a country boy and he's a little out there, man. Love him. Brett, shout out to Brett Davis, but he's out there, right? He'll just do anything. So all of a sudden, these people that own the chickens are trying to do everything that they can to get these chickens by using, um, tactics and nice words and, 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 um, treats to get these chickens, Right. Well, my husband goes, he goes, this is enough. So he goes out there the second time and all that he did was literally, and mind you that at any given time, there was no given time that these chickens were more than maybe three feet away from their owners, right? And so my husband goes out there and he's like, this is it. He goes, I'm just going to go get the chickens. I am like, what are you going to do? You're going to kill them? What's going to happen? And he goes and he just takes... The chicken, he said, here, chicken, chicken. And I was like, well, this is going to work. It didn't work for their owner. Now here he is doing this, right? And all he does is he grabs the chicken and he hands it back to his neighbor, our neighbors. And then he goes over to the wife who still <laughs> got the blueberries saying, I don't know why they're not following us. I don't know why they usually do. Blah, blah, blah. And then he just goes over there. He's like, ma'am, scoops the chicken up. And hands them to them. And I thought at that moment, okay, first of all, my husband is a boss. Second of all, he needs to wash and sanitize his hands because that's gross. And third of all, these owners are stunned. Like, oh my God, this man just picked up our chickens, right? And um, then I really started thinking about it. And I started thinking about how these people, the owners, had the authority to take those chickens with their hands and take them back to their yard. But my husband, because it was our yard, took 
the authority and grabbed the chickens to get them where they needed to be, which was anywhere but at our house. And I started to think, how many times is the authority that we have over our lives, over our responses, over who we are, over who we want to be, over our goals, sitting right in our hands, but we just don't reach out and grab it. We take baby steps or we think, well, if the favor isn't following me, if the goals aren't following me, if it doesn't work the first time, then maybe, you know, I'm not supposed to to do the certain goal or I'm not supposed to do you know, the task that God has either given me or something that I want to do myself or something that my job has given me. I'm probably not because it's just too hard. When really a lot of times that authority that you have over your life, over your depression, over your, you know, over your situation, over your challenges is right there. And all we have to do is take it and grab it. And what a hard situation, a hard situation that those neighbors thought that was a hard situation. Oh my gosh, how are they going to get their chickens back? My husband had the authority or took the authority of his yard and took the chickens and removed the problem. And I think sometimes that we forget that we have the authority over our lives. We don't have the authority over what happens to us sometimes. We don't have the authority of making things perfect the way that we want them without the process. However, we do have the authority to do something to get us towards where we're supposed to be, to get us towards the goal, to get ourselves up, get up out of that bed, get up off of that couch and to do something. We have the authority to take our lives back. And when I talk about depression or anxiety or things like that, yes, I am a firm believer that Jesus and therapy is wonderful. And I know that depression is a disease and things like that. But still, we have the authority to go see people that are trained in those things. We have the authority. If we don't have the job we want, we have the authority not just to sit there and wait until it knocks on our door. We have the authority to go and get a job or to start making something happen. I think a lot of our listeners, a lot of my listeners right now, you guys are supposed to be business owners and women of, um, in leadership and, um, just whatever the case may be, mothers and doctors and lawyers and all the things that, you know, we can be, but we're so afraid of taking that authority over our lives. And it's time for us to some, some of us to take that authority back. And that's what I've been kind of doing. I've been kind of wallowing and what am I supposed to be doing? Like I'm a firm believer and I have great faith in God. And so that's something that you will always hear in this podcast is, you know, how God shows up in my life. Well, this time he showed up as a chicken. I mean, not God being the chicken, but he showed up with the chicken analogy because there were some things in my life that I was just waiting for things to happen to me or letting things happening and not taking authority over the situation and not moving forward. And for us believers, the amazing thing, if you have a relationship with Jesus, you have the same power that crushed the enemy that lives inside of us. And all we have to do is through Christ, take that authority. And that authority is powerful. 
that authority will lead you to your purpose. That authority will lead you to your destiny. All you have to do is reach out and take it. And that was such an epiphany, such a revelation for me as my husband is taking these chickens. And it was simple as that. Like, I'm taking this chicken. I'm going to grab it. I'm going to give it to you. And I'm going to take authority over the chickens that are yours to our, my neighbors, right? And so that's what I felt like is that there is so many things that we allow that happen to us that we may not allow, that we may not hope for, but we may not plan for. But then we get stuck in this rut. And then the way that we respond, the way that we react, the way that we stay in a certain place for so long determines the level of the authority that you think you have. And I'm just here to tell you today, this is going to be really short and sweet, but you have the authority to take your life back. You have the authority to meet your goals. You have the authority to make your dreams come true. And for us believers, we have the authority that Christ has given us. And that authority is power. So what I want to tell you guys, if you didn't get anything else, hey, get up and use your authority and go change the world. Isn't that awesome? Something so simple, but we sometimes forget the authority we have. The authority that is right in front of us that we can literally just reach out and grab. And it's in each and every one of us. We have the authority over our lives. We have the authority over our circumstances. We have the authority on how we're going to respond to certain circumstances and certain things. And for us believers, we have the most amazing authority because the same power that rose Jesus from the dead and the same power that crushed the enemy lives inside us. And Jesus gave us that gift. That doesn't mean that everything's going to be perfect. That doesn't mean we're going to get everything that we want. But it does mean that we have someone on our side. And with God's authority, with Jesus' authority, we can't lose. So remember, ladies, let's take our lives back. Let's get up off that couch or get up out of that slump and use your authority. Because you know what? I bet you it's just like that chicken, that annoying chicken that was right in front of you. All you got to do is reach out and take your authority. Well, thank you so much again for tuning in. That's it for this week. If you like what you heard, please hit the like button. Also, you can hit the subscribe button. I'd love to hear a comment from you. We're also on Instagram at the Candidly Candice Podcast on Instagram. We also have a new Instagram handle and it's Candice Dawn Coaching. That's my life coaching and marital coaching um, business, which we'll talk about a little bit more later. And we also are on Facebook at Candace Dawn Coaching. So if you want to keep up with me, get some encouragement, 
make an appointment, do whatever you want to do. Just see how crazy my family is. Um, go ahead and give us a follow. Remember, ladies, one, take your authority and use it. And two, stay candid, be authentic with yourself and others because God can't use who you pretend to be. Till next time, bye.